Welcome to the Investing Evolution Podcast with Vince Esposito and Rob Isbitz from SunGarden Investment Research. We are an investment firm that takes an alternative approach to the most common investor objectives, preservation, income, and long-term growth. We focus on bottom line outcomes, not what everyone else is doing. In this podcast, we clarify confusing investor issues, bust investment myths, and discuss how to invest in any investment climate. Our number one goal is to help you think about investing in a different way, a more straightforward way, without all the fluff and sales tactics of the Wall Street culture. Listen in as we share stories and insights on how to offer a truly unique approach to investing. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to another Sun Garden podcast. Now, the Sun Garden team has developed in a lot of different ways over the years. The two people who are going to be talking today on the podcast are the two partners of Sun Garden Investment Research, which are Rob Isbitz and Vince Esposito. They come from different backgrounds and they actually do different things for all of the clients that they serve. So we thought it'd be important for them to interview each other so that you all, as our dedicated listenership, can learn a little bit more about why they work together, why they work together so well, and really what you can get from either of them. So uh, Vince, I'm just going to turn it over to you and, and let's take it away. Great. Thank you so much, Matt. Great intro. So, Rob, I, I think that's a, a good place for us to start. You know, let's share with our listeners just why we think we complement each other and, and work so well together. Sure, sure. And thank you, Matt. And Vince, of course, always good to be with you. We, we speak to each other every day, multiple times a day. So uh, this is this is nothing uh, new. Right. You know, I, I think it it probably goes back, uh, I'm going to guess, uh, thousands of years to the concept of yin and yang and i don't mean to go so uh you know off center on you just to start no it's but, a good point but uh, and and i'm no expert on you know on that that part of uh, uh world history but i will say this when you have two people who want to get to the same place but they have very different ways to get there very often they complement each other. But mm-hmm. I, I think of this as we, we do come from very similar backgrounds and we, we are trying to get our clients, our business to the same place. But the in-between is, you know, between the time you grow up in, in Connecticut or New Jersey, you versus me, uh, I think that uh, we go different paths, uh, but we end up with the same objective. And that's really what it is. If the objective yeah. is the same, then then it works. Yeah, I agree. I mean, one of the things that, you know, when, when I first met you, and it's funny that Matt, who's our, our, uh, our, our host for these podcasts most of the time, is the one who really introduced us. But what, you know, aside from the fact that you're really good at what you do and super smart and all that good stuff, it, the bottom line is I always felt like right off the bat that our values were the same. And, and I think that if you can start with the same values, then, you know, everything else from there, uh, it just gets so much easier. Well, I think that when it comes to things like how we consider ourselves to truly be fiduciaries, you know, neither of us has held a securities license, a commission securities license in a long, long time. 
yeah. uh, way before we knew each other. In other words, we 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 ran in parallel to each other. I, I, there's to me, there's always some amount of serendipity that precedes something like this happening. To give Matt all the credit in the world several years ago for introducing us, knowing that that was the case. Maybe he had a hunch, but it was more than that. But sure. just things like, I mean, neither you nor I in, in, a, in a business and in an industry that I think has, frankly, pissed off enough people because of its overt sales culture, the fact that neither you nor I fell prey to that in our careers yeah. uh, and, and rose above it despite, I'm sure, plenty of temptations for both of us. Sure. is uh, is the type of thing that naturally draws people like us together. Yeah, great point. Great point, Rob. And, and you know, I mean, I think back to the yin and yang. So having a partnership where it, there are complementary skill sets, I think is super, super important. It's why I've, talk, I've talked to a lot of business owners with, with our clients, a lot of them being small business owners and and just the entrepreneurial spirit in me tends to, you know, just draw the same type of folks. And sometimes you'll hear people who've had bad experiences with partnerships, like, oh yeah, no, partners are for dancing. And like, like, like everyone. Yeah. Like, like everyone in business I've had, that's probably had at some point something yeah. that, that didn't work. It's, it's human nature. No doubt, no doubt. But I think what's important is it to, to find someone who, who has a, a like I said, a complementary skill set. So with you know the things that you're really, really good at, you do those, right? And it's just like, and I know, like this is Rob's gig. Like this, and we say it to people all the time. Oh well, if you want to talk about that or you want more detail on that, you know, you probably should talk with Rob. And there are certain things that that I think I'm really, really good at. And and what's awesome is that you're just like, yeah, that's your lane. Go for it, you know. And um, two, I think as leaders of the company. Uh, kind of having that vibe from the top, it trickles down to everybody that works here. You know, we're all, we're, we're all really, really good at letting each other do what they really, really like to do and what they're really, really good at and just kind of getting out of their way. And it's funny you said that, Vince, because I was just about to say that. <laughs> so do I have to think of something else to say? No, instead is I'm usually not at a, despite being, let's say, relatively speaking, the inside guy to your outside guy. Uh, sure. As, as uh, both of you know, I don't have a problem expressing myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll take, uh, I'll take a, a side of an argument, uh, uh, you know, always as balanced as possible. But so look, I mean, the, the thing that, that always, uh, I guess first impressed me and then amazed me about you is you, you have a lot of the skills in this industry that I feel like I used to have when I was in my 20s or my 30s and maybe my 40s. But as and for folks to understand, when you are in the investment business, there there is the people part. And then there is the number crunching analytical part. And as I know, as my career went on, I became so enamored with trying to solve people's life financial issues from the analytical side that there are few, very few of us that, that have enough 
brain capacity to be able to do both at an expert level. And so what I was looking for, and Matt knew this several years ago when he introduced me to Vince, was that uh, you know, Vince had uh, had mastered that people side of the business in a way that maybe I had a long time ago, but now it's more narrow. Uh, I can have sure. the conversation with the more detailed uh, uh, d- deep dive, uh, uh, how the watch uh, is made type person. But for yeah. the most part, people want to tell, you know, they want to know what time it is. They want to understand what's in it for them. And I think it's something that you're just naturally equipped to be able to do that. And it probably goes all the way back to working in your dad's deli when you were a kid and sure. constantly having people put it, put up in front of you. I mean, talk about that. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a really great point, Rob. And, uh, you know, thanks for, thanks for bringing it up. I, yeah, growing up in the restaurant business, I mean, 12 years old working, working in the deli and dealing with customers and, and my dad really as, as a mentor in, you know, really in life in general, but in, in a, in a business customer service sense and just learning how to, how to, how to deal with folks, how to deal with clients and how to do it right. And, and, and always try to do the right thing by them. And I think it translates into what we do, you know, whether you're in the restaurant business or the investment business or anything in between. I think if you can come at it from that angle first, it was doing the right thing, whether you call it a fiduciary or not, and and work hard and, and do your best, the, those skills definitely translate. So so thank you, but and for all your compliments. But you know what, what what's cool, Rob, is the, the flip side is for me. Um, I feel like I like the analytical side of what we do as well. But what struck me when we started to really, you know, go from dating, if you will, to talk about tying the knot and 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 putting our you know our businesses together in Sun Garden, I thought my investment process was tight. Yeah, you know, I was I was doing my thing and and it was good. And then when I got to dig into what you were doing, and it's gotten even better since you know five years ago. But but even back then, I was like, "Holy smokes! Like this guy is dialed. This investment process is just way way more detailed and and frankly better than what I was doing." So I I, I felt like even though I could I could do that stuff um, to be able to get together and 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 know enough about it so that I'm, you know, I, I can ask the right questions and play devil's advocate like you know I like to do um, in our investment committee calls and and, and meetings. For sure. It, it, it's nice to know that it's like you're the lead guy on that stuff and, and it's awesome. And um, I know enough about it to sit down and talk with someone about almost every nitty gritty detail. I just don't love doing that. So it's it's great that we've both put ourselves in this position where we can do what we really like, focus on what we're really, really good at, and and build our team out to do the same thing. All in an effort to, to do what's right for our clients, which is super cool. I think one of the reasons that we connect so well, uh, whether it's with a business owner that is a, a direct investor of ours, or a business owner who happens to own a financial planning, investment planning business, is because very often when we speak to them and we get to know them and they get to know us, we get onto the subject of things like running a business 
and and dividing your time and making sure you don't burn out and being able to outsource and offload the non-critical functions. And it's difficult because I think as as human beings, we are innately wired to think we can do it all ourselves. Uh, I'm probably stepping on Matt's toes here because he's the one with the master's uh, degree in that area. But uh, but uh, I guess we get honorary master's uh, degrees in in uh, in sociology and uh, and the human mind because uh, when you've done this for fifty years combined, like we have, uh, you meet a lot of people and you you you, you try to dig into their problems uh, uh, at least as it as it relates to the realm that we work in. So and and, I, and and one of the things I think that comes up constantly, and it is one of those things that that to me. This is something, and I know uh, the very first uh, podcasts, uh, one, there was one interview with me and one interview with you. And when we talked about, hey, how to go, because we didn't listen in on each other's, uh, the the subject of our fathers uh, came up. And, yeah. uh, and and I guess the one thing maybe I would add to to what we learn from our dads is the concept of leadership. And leadership does not necessarily mean being the loudest voice in the room. It means leading by example. It means helping others get where they want to go. And and I don't want to uh, get through the end of this session without going back to something that you said, which every single day, I think, at Sun Garden is said at least once. And that is yeah. when it, when it comes to Sun Garden, the goal for everybody that is here on the inside with us is figure out what you are really good at and figure out what you love to do. And typically when people join us, and we, we've had a couple people join us recently, and they have a pretty good idea what they want to do. But sometimes in a new environment, especially a progressive boutique firm like this, this is not a corporation where everything is is managed so rigidly uh, that they can't grow and, uh, and 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 maybe slightly change their 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 path and their function within the firm. Sure. And uh, you know, so I, I think that encouraging people to be leaders of their own sort of fiefdoms within this place. Uh, but it all starts with, I think, what we both learned when we were younger in terms of how to lead uh, but but not do it in a heavy-handed fashion, and and I think that's why Sun Garden has become a uh, uh, a happy place as opposed to uh, uh, the sales culture that drives uh, most of Wall Street. Sure, yeah, totally agree. And look, both of us have worked for firms like that are that weren't even close to this, right? So. I think that's been really helpful too. A couple of guys who who grew up in this business, uh, you know, you, you what on Wall Street started on Wall Street in '86. Yeah, uh, I started working for a big firm in '93. You know, so back then it was just like, hey, how's it going, boy? Here's a phone book. Like, get after it. Start making <laughs> phone calls. Well, <laughs> you know, and, well what, and one of the things that uh, that neither you nor Matt probably knows about my uh, career is that I actually had a similar experience. But until you just said that, Vince, uh, I guess, I don't know what they call it, repression or something. Block uh, it out of your mind. I, yeah. I had blocked it out of my mind, but <laughs> of when, course. but, but uh, and, and you know, maybe uh, I've said so many nice things about my dad, but one of the things he did is he knew when I was 
geez, I'm going to say I was a teenager. Maybe I was 17 or 18 years old. And he was able to get me a summer job with one of his uh, broker friends, uh, maybe uh, 10 hours a week or something. Longest freaking 10 hours a week I can ever remember (laughs) because it was it was for sort of a schlocky northeast brokerage firm, which I'm sure doesn't exist anymore. Uh, so not throwing anybody under the bus. Uh, yeah, you're talking uh, right. 35 years ago. And and yeah. I was smiling and dialing, except I didn't know how to smile back then because <laughs> uh, I couldn't. I mean, and I still remember the name of the company. It was like an IPO thing. Uh, oh, yeah. And so. So, yeah. So, uh, look, I mean, even if you've just touched on some, that's the closest I ever got to kind of being in a in a in a in a heavy sales role in this industry and it was before i even decided to get into the industry several years later after college but but yeah so so how do you go go back to your experience with that and of course it's been a long journey but but transcend the time for us and and tell us how you got from there to here and what really motivated you Wow, that, that's that's a tough one. But the Reader's Digest version is, you know, like I said, started working for a, a, a large company back in the day, and it was all about sales, right? And not only was it all about sales, but it was all about proprietary product sales. So it's like you could, yeah, you could sell anything you want, but you, you should really sell our stuff because you you get paid more to do it. And I don't, I didn't know it's twenty two years old, whatever I was, it sounded okay to me. And you know, after a few years of that, I realized that that was, that was not for me. Uh, I, I didn't like the way that felt once I got smart enough to realize there were better things out there. And, and then worked out in San Francisco for a while, doing some really interesting things before the market crashed back in the tech bubble, right? So that's another really hard lesson, uh, I think, that I took with me in my in, from my early days. So one, the, that hardcore sales culture wasn't for me. Two, uh, you know, markets crash, <laughs> and 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 people lose their life savings. And and holy smokes, there's got to be a better way than just uh, you know going along with what everybody else in your firm is doing. Because you and I both know, Rob, you get to uh, not and not to bash bigger firms. They're they're great, but there just were some cultures back then where it just the client's best interest just wasn't what they were worried about. You know, they were just worried about getting out there, making sales, keeping the people on their on their on their desk happy, and and also keeping their underwriters happy. So you know, fast forward to now, all of a sudden, like you said before we met, both you and I make the decision er, earlier uh, than than a lot of folks to truly be a fee only. Um, manage money for a fee and that's it. We're not selling any product. We're not making any commissions. We're just putting ourselves on the same side of the table as our clients. And so you put those, all those things into the hopper and that's, that's why I made that decision. And then I guess to take it a step further, as far as the culture here at Sun Garden, there's, there were so many things that I knew I didn't want our baby to be like <laughs> that right. it, it helped mold the things that that we do want to, uh, you know, want everybody here to, to be focused on and what the culture is like. And, you know, interesting, recently read Ray Dalio's book, Principles, about 
you know, so many different really cool things that they do at their firm. And one, one big takeaway was it's a meritocracy, right? Like we were saying, you let, if people are focused and they're really good at one thing and that's what they want to do and it's adding value for everybody and based on their merits, that's what, that's what they do. You know, meritocracy is, is a fancy word for fairness, isn't it? It is. In other words, you, you earn, you, you succeed to the level of which you have contributed. And yeah. it's interesting. It's certainly a sales culture does not, uh, I guess some would argue that that's what it is, but that's, but that's not in the client's favor. Uh, it's, it's in the uh, broker advisor's favor. And I'm sure in future podcasts, we'll get into to some of this. I mean, after all, the, the first of the two books that I wrote was Wall Street's Bull and How to Bear It. And uh, it's what yeah. I call a, the double or triple entendre. But I'm sure we'll be able to cover that in, in, uh, in future uh, podcasts. Everybody no, can, no doubt. For sure. Soon. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I, you know, look, one of the things I, I like about you, my, my wife says to me all the time, uh, you know, you've written a couple of books, uh, maybe you should read one every once in a while, uh, you know, because you're, you're, and, and she's right. I have, I've read relatively few books compared to most people that you would meet because to me, I, I read hundreds of pages a day, but it's investment related, industry related, running a you know, running a business, et cetera. And of course, yeah. the way we digest our information now is a little bit shorter bites. And you know, of course, I do a lot of writing. So, yeah. uh, but but you are constantly bringing. And again, this is the old yin yang I talked about before. I may be bringing things from the ground level to our team and our clients. But you are bringing things from the air in that you will read a, a Dalio book or, uh, or or some of the others that that you've shared with me or introduced me to. Uh, a slight edge is one we should mention. That's one of my yes. uh, one that I shared with the team. That's really really cool. If anybody uh, wants to check out a cool book and it's a quick read, but it, the the gist of it is just you just have to get a little bit better every day. That's and right. that's what we talk about that around here too, right? It's like, look, you don't need to get 25% better next week. You just need to get a half a percent better tomorrow and then another half a percent better the day after that, whatever better means for us and, and for our team. And you add that up over the course of a month and you've gotten a lot better. <laughs> so yeah, the phrase, the phrase I like to use around here is, Let's crawl before we walk, before we run. Whenever yep. there's anything new, and, and this applies to the portfolios as well. Uh, we make a lot more incremental moves than bold moves. Uh, and I think it also has to do with, or, or it applies to the way we have grown the firm. I mean, this place started seven years ago as uh, my wife, Dana, and me in the spare room of our uh, of, of our home with the idea that maybe it would be a, quote, lifestyle practice. And then mm-hmm. it started to grow. And little did I know that that you were growing your own business up there in Connecticut while I was down here uh, in South Florida. And then, you know, the two of us get together and look, the 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 world is uh, littered uh, with with great plans that were talked about, but didn't really come to fruition. And uh, you know, we've we've made ours happen, but 
we're we still feel like I think we're in the crawl stage and then we'll walk and then we'll run because this is not a short term uh, a gig for either of us. And sure. uh, so, look, I, somebody used a, a, a phrase a long, long time ago that I really liked. Uh, I, I said, what what makes you special? And he was not in our industry. He was actually a, a, a pretty large investor. But mm-hmm. and he said, I just have this natural curiosity. No, I'm sorry. He said, I, I have an insatiable curiosity uh-huh. and and I use that to my advantage to get better every day. And not everybody's like that. Everybody no. in Sun Garden is like that. I'll yeah, say that. we're lucky. We're lucky. Yeah. There's no yeah. question. Well, uh, what do they call self-selection, right? Uh, it's hard to get in the door here unless you. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, right. And and we and look, sure. we ask that of our clients too to 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 have some natural curiosity. And uh, because I think that we've learned so much from each other over the years, and it's simply by asking, as opposed to just saying, you stay in your lane, I'll stay in mine. That doesn't mean that there can't be a lot of crosstalk. And that's what we talk about every day. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And crosstalk, uh, you know, disagreements, but respectful, I think is important to to note, right? I always feel like even if even if we don't see eye to eye on something and or even if someone that works with us doesn't see eye to eye with us i think we fostered an environment where they can feel comfortable bringing it up and we're all going to be respectful with each other whether we agree or we don't agree and and we may at the at the very end still agree to disagree and that's fine but I think the level of respect that that we all have for each other, especially you and me at the top here, as the you know the two guys that that are that own the joint, I think it's critically important, and and I've always felt like that's been there. Well, and and I I don't want to go uh, all Jerry Maguire on you, but uh, I mean we do complete each other, right? Uh, yeah, it, I think you know, so. I, I, if you think about it, we've been we've been rolling together for uh, six years, something like that. You know, yeah. I mean, since very early on, Sun Garden, and as as the place has uh, grown and and established its uh, its brand uh, somewhat, uh, I I think you know, what we found is that uh, you know, I'm I'm learning that. There's the, what you do is something that I could not do, and I believe that at least at some level, what I do would be hard for you to replicate. So it's sure. not only that we complement each other; it's that we respect the heck out of each other enough to know that that it would be a very different climb without the other. And I think that's the case of anybody who joins the team once they've been here for a while. The idea is that everybody is it's it's kind of like a like a football team as opposed to a golfer. A golfer has a caddy and that's about it. Uh, A football team, if the offensive line isn't pulling as a unit, nothing is going to score. (laughs) You got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Great analogy. Well, this is fun, Rob. I mean, I said I I don't know. I think we checked off most of the things that we wanted to touch on today. I'd like to just bring Matt back into the conversation for a second and see if there's anything else he thinks we should talk about. I loved listening to this, guys. I mean, I, I've known you for for a long time, both of you, and uh, it's always fun being a fly on the wall, which is why people really love podcasting uh, because you get that chance to be a fly on a wall listening to something that you might not normally have 
had the chance to listen to. And there's a couple of things that I learned about both of you guys uh, uh, that that I didn't know. And that's that's always awesome. And I really think that the listeners are going to really enjoy the podcast because as we develop the podcast more and more and both of you get your unique ability and your thought leadership out, they're going to harken back to this podcast and it's going to make a lot more sense why both of you are, are such a successful partnership. So I really don't have anything to add. I just want to thank both of you guys for, you know, having not only a, an informational but entertaining and enlightening conversation that uh, you allowed me to listen to. Thank you, Matt. Thanks a lot, Matt. Always. All right. If you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time they come out with a new idea and a new podcast will show up directly on your listening device. It also makes it easier to share with your friends and family. And if you know somebody who would like to have this sort of relationship in their life from a financial services perspective, please make sure that you introduce them to SunGarden. And you can go ahead and just um, uh, we'll have lots of links in the show notes to make sure that you can contact them and find out more about how you can use SunGuard Investment Research to your advantage. Thank you very much, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thank you for listening to the Investing Evolution Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Vince Esposito and Rob Isbitz are investment advisor representatives with Dynamic Wealth Advisors, DBA SunGuard Investment Research. All investment advisory services are offered through Dynamic Wealth Advisors. The material in this podcast has been distributed for informational purposes only. The material contained in this podcast is not a solicitation to purchase or sell any security or offer any investment advice. No part of this podcast may be reproduced in any form or referred to in any other publication without expressed written permission. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Vince Esposito and Rob Isbitz are also the sub-advisors of the Dunham Alternative Dividend Fund. Investors should consider the investment objectives, risk factors, charges, and expenses of the Dunham Alternative Dividend Fund carefully before investing. This and other important information is contained within the fund's prospectus, which may be obtained by contacting your financial advisor or by calling toll-free 800-442-4358. Please read prospectus materials carefully before investing.